0: This is Cody, and I present to you this very important message. The views and opinions expressed in this show are solely those of the host and do not reflect the official policy or positions of the host employers. Any content provided by our host is their opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, entity, individual, or anyone, or anything for that matter. Thank you, and God bless. Everybody, rock your body right. Cody's back. All right. This is one night stand. I'm gonna I'm gonna take JM out for a nice steak dinner and never call him until my kids can sleep through the night.
1: <laughs> uh welcome back to the podcast, Cody. So Aaron has signed the lease on a new place. A um, cute
0: little cottage in he, Tacoma. He showed or us pictures it of us.
1: Yeah, I think it's on the other side of Tacoma. Um But he doesn't have his internet set up until Tuesday, so the day after this is going to be released. Uh, So Cody got a hall pass and is allowed to jump on the podcast tonight.
0: Yep, super nervous because these guys did a really good episode last week. I listened to it today when I was doing a short little workout in the garage. I'm like, fuck, they're getting good. Well, and like, I, was it me holding them back the whole time? I refuse to believe that, but it could be. So uh, I think
1: it's great that you say they did a really good episode last week because there has been other very good episodes. The episode against uh, the Israel uh, Israel Gaza episode was really good, but it just shows that the only one you've listened to since you've been off the podcast was last week's episode, or though episode two weeks ago because we Listen, didn't record like, last week. All right,
0: so there's a thing. Of, there's a thing about heroin. Okay, like so we're we're experiencing this opium. You know, crisis in America, right? Opiate, yeah, o- or opioid. Yeah, opiate, oh, opioid yeah. could be opium, but yeah, opiate. Yeah. Opiates more—that's more correct. You know, so a lot of people will—they uh, go in and out of rehab, so they, they get clean, but they, in a moment of weakness, like you know, I could do one taste, like, but I'm going to do the same taste that I did before I got clean. So they put a fucking rocket shot in their arms and they fucking die. I didn't want to die. I just didn't want to die.
1: So is that your excuse for not listening to the podcast? Because you were like, oh, man, if I listen to it, I'm going to have to get addicted on, and die. Like, I'm going to have to get back onto the podcast. And then that, that means true, yeah. you're going to die because Brittany's going to kill you because you're going to go back to potting every Sunday night.
0: That is very accurate. In fact, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hey, you know, do this thing. Like, I'm just a funny video. Like, where I say I'm back. She's like, it just looked at me like, are you back? I'm like, no, <laughs> uh, not yet. No, not yet. I'll, I'll be back when you say I, I can be back, baby. I promise. Yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Only when you say, yeah, so. no, I, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to derail this where I see necessary. I'm excited to talk to probably, honestly, this is probably a great episode for me to be on in less air and less Aaron, just cause you and I are going to have more, Feel for this flavor than he make uh, as a Washingtonian.
1: Well, I mean, it's a national issue,
0: of course, um, but this is very local. We're gonna have our own anecdotes, our own experiences about this. You know, so well, if there's gonna be one he can miss, it's gonna be this one. I feel.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, let's get let's let's do normal introductions because you've been gone for a while. So, and I'll take over Aaron's role. Um, so, what are you drinking on tonight?
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, this is a haze wizard I bought from 600 Marketplace here in Georgetown. That's my favorite spot to grab uh, craft beers. They just do a really good job curating interesting shit there. So yeah, if our, you're ever in Georgetown, our, go there.
1: Our spec sucks.
0: Yeah, it's it's so bad. It's uh, if you look at the warm beer versus better selections, but I really enjoy the do at 600. So if they can't get the italian dishes right at least they get the beer and wine right i I tell you
1: (laughs) the the only thing i have there that is consistently good is the uh philly
0: the philly cheesesteak i haven't haven't had that i feel like the calzone's been good yeah it's been a while
1: but so 600 degrees marketplace is a branch off of our little craft pizza place here in georgetown called 600 degrees Uh, it's
0: kind of like their uh to-go wing
1: yeah and so the pizzas and the calzones you get there are the same as you do over there. So and I, wings, the wings are damn wings. But I I went there because they offered other dishes, and the pot the Alfredo I had the first time that was it was absolute. I feel bad for saying this because I love this place, but I know that none of yeah. them are listening to the podcast, anyways. But the Alfredo is not Alfredo. It's very oily. It's very
0: like um, it's almost. It's probably a lot like the Alfredo that. I got tonight because Brittany's like, "Hey, we still have gift cards from to Olive Garden from uh, <laughs> the being in the hospital." It's very curdly. It's like, okay.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, this like this Alfredo is one of those that if it if it gets cold, it starts to get chalky and curdly. Like you, and it, all Ooh. the oil comes out of the top of it. Um, it's not not very good. And then I think I had I had something with chicken in it that was just an abomination too
0: but so here's a, here's a, like that a Philly side cheese conversation, so when you're in Germany did you ever make it down to Rome
1: uh no, I did not go to Italy. I have not gone to Italy at all while I was there gotcha. and all my travels all? to
0: Europe yeah, and know you did I know you did like France if not Paris, but yeah I so was, in, in, yeah, in, I was Rome, in Paris
1: for like a week and a half.
0: Chelsea loves uh Alfredo, so like so we went a couple of years ago, we went to the restaurant that Made up Alfredo in like the early 1900s, and it was fucking so dope. But I was also going through like some weird flu I caught in the airport, so I was just like shivering in a sweater <laughs> when it's 85 degrees outside. And um, but like I remember, like they bring out this fucking giant wheel of Parmesan cheese, yes, and they do it all in front of you, and they you know they coat your fucking pasta, and it. it was incredible. It's like nothing is ever gonna be better than that. So it's always like, eh, well. Close. So I was staying at
1: a uh, JW Marriott in Bucharest, uh, Mm. TDY out there. And in this JW Marriott, you had a steakhouse. You had like the JW Marriott steakhouse, which I was getting like solid 30-something dollar fillets. And they were, oh my God, they were so good. Because when I ordered it rare, it actually came out rare. Um, They had this sports bar that actually had a pretty decent hamburger for Bucharest, Romania. And then they had an Italian joint. And when you walk into the Italian joint, they had a whole wheel of Parmesan sitting <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Like right by where the hostess stand was, um, or the host slash hostess stand. Um, they had a whole wheel of. Host I. Yeah, the ho- the host A, hostiesens? host E's <laughs> <laughs> um, host Host Thems. Yeah, host Thems. Uh, they had a whole wheel there. And they just had like knives in it. So while you're waiting, they're like, "Hey, would you like some cheese and crackers?" Well,
0: like, fuck yeah, would we'll slice it, me off some that shit.
1: <laughs> and it's just me. Like, I'm I'm there with a whole group of people, but I'm going by these restaurants every night because they're going to like McDonald's and shit like that. But I'm in Romania and I just want to I want to eat semi-local. And I'm in a Marriott, so once a night I would eat there. But I turned around one night because they set me really close, and the guy just goes over there with a knife and just like breaks off a piece of this five thousand dollar wheel of cheese and hands it to <laughs> you. I'm like, oh my god. Um second fun fact, did you know that focaccia, focaccia foca, focaccia, whatever the bread, you know, the famous Italian bread. I think it's focaccia, but your mom always gets all fucking pissy every time I pronounce it wrong.
0: It's probably just focash.
1: Sure, whatever. Did you know that wasn't invented until Cuz
0: mozzarella is not mozzarella, it's mo- mozzarella.
1: Yeah, but focaccia um was not invented until approximately 1975. Um, yeah,
0: m- most things Americans take for granted as Italian food is not remotely no nope, nope. it, authentic it, Italian. So yeah, but it it is Italian because it's from Italy. Okay, yeah, so, I got you. But it was but a, they invented in the 70s. Yeah,
1: it was invented because they were there was so much um, French bread baguettes being imported that they wanted something to. They've effectively wanted something to stop the French import of bread and have something that was purely Italian. So they created focaccia.
0: That's a lofty ambition. I I respect that hustle. Well,
1: now it's just like one of those things like, oh, you don't know focaccia. Like, oh.
0: Yeah, I've been on like, we've been on an Anthony Bourdain kick all day just because, you know, we watch so much TV right now because, like, we're holding a baby all the time. (laughs) It's like, hey, let's watch Anthony Bourdain again. They're in uh, Montreal, which relates to this just because it's a very distinct culture and they're trying to maintain it. So there's, so there was actually, so there's French first laws There, like, everything must be in French first yes. in, uh, Quebec, you know, the province of Quebec and a, so it's like back in 2013, a Italian restaurant got in trouble because on the menu was the word pasta. And that's an Italian word. <laughs> so like, I understand where Italy's coming from as far as, again, it's, it is, there's, you're trying to protect your culture, but sometimes it's silly, and sometimes it makes sense and works out. Well, in I mean,
1: Italy's case, it makes sense. It's the same reason that internationally, like internationally, if something's done in English, it's always done in French too. Yeah, uh, because I, is that a is that a UN accord?
0: Well, I know it's a law in Canada because I do marketing no, for. Uh, no, this is like an a U a wing. This is a of, N- UN. An, I think it's a of, UN an American like, company that does business there.
1: It's an international agreement that the French were only going to sign off on something like, like if it has English, it also has to have French or whatever the case may be. But that's why you see. I every- noticed
0: that a lot of the baby stuff we buy is the second language isn't Spanish. It's usually in French, which really fucking throws me off. I expect Spanish. I just do. Cause you know, as an American, as a cultured American, in my opinion, I am firmly okay with pressing two for fucking Spanish or one for English. Cause I know a good chunk of my country was once Mexico and it's their goddamn right to speak Spanish. They want to, or maybe
1: because we live in a country that has no official language,
0: but that too, of course. Yes, absolutely. That too. <laughs> absolutely. That too. we are for people get all pissy and moany. And then
1: like there's, there's entire countries that have existed people win for,
0: elections on trying, like I'm going to make English our, our national language. And that never fucking, well, comes, there's entire the countries fruition.
1: that have existed for, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of years that have no official language, Switzerland, uh,
0: well, they couldn't. Belgium. Yeah. So, like, if if Switzerland was going to have a sexuality, would you say it's pansexual? Like, it's just like no, good of anything. No,
1: they're asexual.
0: Well, no, asexual means they don't fuck anybody, but pansexual means they fuck everybody. No, no, and they do.
1: They're asexual because because they stay out of out of all the wars. Uh, they so, they so don't,
0: war they, is the only fucking.
1: Yeah, they don't fuck anybody. Okay. Okay. And and they don't bring the price. They don't. The only fucking they do is based on their currency.
0: And, you know, and the whole, like, financial rules. Yeah. That's the only like, fucking thing they do. If you're not around, if, like, you die, if you happen to die, I only know this from Wolf of Wall Street, like, if you die and you don't have someone who can take possessions of whatever the fuck's in your unmarked account, it goes into Switzerland, which also sometimes means not uh, Jewish gold from the Nazis.
1: Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, I say they're asexual because they're just like, you guys can do whatever you want. We're just content here speaking French or speaking Italian, French, and german
0: see i look at them more as pansexuals like they'll they'll let anybody throw it down the whole hallway like eh, woo, yeah we'll, we'll take anything
1: well a bit, but that'd be like belgium then because belgium you,
0: the audience see that but i was just jerking off two wieners in my face because belgium speaks what <laughs> german but i needed like two more hands for all the languages they speak
1: french and um Berguish, i think Whatever the other language is, there's a
0: couple small. There's Flemish. Flemish, that's the one. I'm is there about. too?
1: Burgish. I don't know where I was getting Burgish from.
0: Well, would Burgish be from Luxembourg?
1: I think that is. Um, let's.
0: Jesus Christ! This episode is about Texas. Let's go into that. <laughs> <laughs> wait,
1: wait. It's been. It's been. You got to do the. How was your week? Because oh, Okay. Uh,
0: how was your week, James?
1: Oh, my week was fine. It was my first week back at work, and I will tell you, it was better than the four weeks of vacation I had. <laughs>
0: You would enjoy sweating in my garage?
1: It had nothing to do with that. I, I like <laughs> so I, yeah. I just got back from vacation on Sunday last week. Um, the girl and I had a great trip through New Orleans um, where we got hit with torrential okay, rain. Okay, we got
0: 10 minutes for that.
1: We got hit with torrential rain, but we stayed at the old number 77 hotel in New Orleans, which I highly recommend for anybody that has, if you're doing like a day or two, or if you have the money to spend several days there cause this hotel was not cheap, but for one night it was fine. Um, it's, it was a block. It was like a block West or a block North of the, of Harris. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was right there, we we went down to the aquarium because she wanted to go. She hasn't been to a good aquarium in a while. I bet it's good. Yeah, it's it's
0: okay. It's okay. the best aquarium. Dude, the
1: Atlanta one's really good, but that's a different story. Baltimore. Baltimore is the best aquarium I've ever been to in my life. I could see that. Um, full of crabs, I guess. Uh, well, dude, it has this five story. So you know how like a lot of uh, a lot of aquariums have that little fish tunnel that you can walk under, and that was her whole yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, she wanted to walk underneath the fish tunnel. Well, this fish tunnel was probably like twenty feet long, maybe. Top. so oh, that's it, a that's a bitch-ass well, fish fish so you compare it to you compare it to baltimore that has a five-story fish cylinder that you walk down so there's a, a fucking tunnels a cylinder oh you have to go up it so you no know, the way the museum's curated is you walk all the way up to like the fourth floor or fifth floor and then your exit is through the cylinder oh, and so cool. it's this awesome circular um Sloped, you know, it's not stairs. It's sloped because it's ADA, uh, and it's all it's natural light at the top, and so all the fish and aquatic animals they have in there live at their appropriate light zones.
0: Oh fuck, that makes sense. That's so cool.
1: It's it's amazing. And then we when we were there, they were actually feeding them. So they had divers with their tanks going through to the appropriate zones feeding because the only way to get to the bottom is you have to go from the top to the bottom. And so they're in there, and they start at the bottom, and they're feeding all these critters.
0: Oh, that's terrifying! I've been to some fish tanks and or fish tunnels, and there's like sharks in there.
1: Yeah, no, this one, <laughs> this one absolutely does. Um, oh, fuck! that. And it's got this huge. Baltimore's got this huge um, one of those like big uh, sea turtles, one of the huge. Yeah, we're yeah, talking like a of, Galapagos motherfucker. Yeah, we're talking like one of those fifty-footer kind of things. Um, yeah, it's incredible. But yeah, so we did uh, in in New Orleans. We do the aquarium. Um, they have a Cafe du Monde in the little shopping center that's down there by the aquarium, so we stopped yeah. and uh got beignets, some, coffee, and some chicory. Coffee and beignets. Um they had a Kate Spade outlet, she needed a new purse, so we got that. Um we had some really good food, but this hotel is incredible. They ha- Where'd
0: y'all eat? Which uh which restaurant? I I've been to a few, but I mean I you know.
1: Um if you give me a second, I can look it up while
0: I'm so did you guys do bourbon street at all? You're no, sort of God, no. got grenade? Nope. Did not do bourbon oh, street at man. all. You should at least went to the ye olde absinthe house. No, I had no, Like, absolutely. My thing, every time I go to New Orleans, I have to go to the absinthe house. Just because, like, the first time I went, there was a, a bachelor party. And, like, I was the only one. was like, I'm cultured. I'm going to go to the absinthe house while the rest of you guys are at the strip club.
1: Yeah. So we were... Sta- That's what I do. We were I staying stay. off uh, Chiptalis and... Um, it was Chiptales and Canal, I think, is actually where we were at.
0: Okay, Canal, yeah. Yeah, so
1: because Canal is your main drive in
0: there. Um, yeah, so like, you know, there's Bourbon and then I think there's like Magazine Street. So, Magazine Street is pretty cool too. Yeah, Magazine was really close to where we were at. Um, the the hotel. I had my palms read by like a really sweaty, heavy set gentleman, like when I was 23. I think some of that came true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, I can't. Dang, now I can't find out. Oh, so there's the old seventy-seven. So we we ate at the Ernst Cafe.
0: Right. Okay. Across, okay.
1: It's off uh, Lafayette and Saint Peter's. It's on the corner. It's between Saint Peter's and Fulton. Um, it's a really, it's a really really awesome place. So there's there's like a little where Harris is. There's this little strip between. There's like the Fulton Avenue is kind of what they call it. But that's where your Ruth's Chris is at. The original Ruth's Chris. You remember having that conversation? The one that was bought out, and this is how it's called, Ruth's Chris. Um, Mm -hmm. It's that one, right? So that kind of thing. That's cool. Um, But yeah, we did that. Awesome. The hotel has an artist in residence who stays there for like two or three months for free. And then for the White Linen Party, which is the first weekend of August, I think, um, all the art that they have produced... Gets hung up in the hotel, and it all goes on for sale. And they have select pieces from artists all around the hotel, like even in the rooms and stuff like that. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, that sounds cool. And so from there, you go went to Savannah. Yeah,
1: and I got this hot Better weather? Uh, not on the drive-in. We saw this horrendous accident that had uh, seven people killed and 12 injured. Ooh, God. Yeah, a truck, a truck blew a tire in the right lane, northbound 95. It's only a two lane highway blows a tire, collects the car in the left lane, crosses the median, takes out two more cars. And then there was a bunch of more vehicles that were in this, but basically like the, the two car, we got to see it, unfortunately, as it was closing up and the, the car that went through the guardrail was still in the guardrail. And then the two cars Oof. it actually ran over um, it was two trucks and all that was left was the bed of them. Um, the cab was completely crazy. it was horrendous oh my God uh, and then we stay at when I booked this place, I should have looked at a map I booked it <laughs> and they' were like it's a mile less than a mile from downtown. I was like dope and it's right. and it's less than a mile from Poole, Georgia, which is like right across the highway from Savannah. And it was a conference center, um, conference center and hotel, the Cottonwood Suites and conference center. I was like, yeah, whatever.
0: Let's eh, this sounds questionable already, but okay, you did it. Yep.
1: <laughs> we get there and it's the AC. It obviously cotton
0: been, with a, cotton with a C or a K. C. Okay. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, with the C. <laughs>
1: um, and then. We get there. Obviously, the AC had just been turned on like five minutes before our arrival because it's oh, so it's stuffy and gross. It's Savannah, Georgia, so it's humid as balls, and then yeah. it's terrible. It looks like there's been a murder on the floor next to the side of the one of the sides of the bed because it's that stained, uh, oh. but. Downtown Savannah is
0: incredible. We went to this place. So you guys, you guys like immediately like freshened up and Uber the fuck over to the right side. Yeah. So we
1: Uber. Yeah, I left my truck there. We Ubered downtown to a place, or not even downtown, to this place called Tacos Plus Tequila, where it's tacos a la carte at. I think like eight dollars a taco, and they were great. That's that salsa does not okay.
0: So willing to pay bucks for that taco. Yeah,
1: their salsa does not fuck around, and their margarita was incredible. We walked about two miles through Old Town Savannah, which is just beautiful. Across, yeah, it's like, supposed to be awesome across there. graveyards, across quads, um, just absolutely amazing. Then we made it all the way down to the Riverwalk because we were like, oh, our, you know, Caitlin and I love to get ice cream, so that's our thing. And so we go to this place called Leopold's, which we just looked up ice cream. And apparently Leopold's is this super famous place. These two girls were walking out, talking to somebody else like, oh yeah, we just got our ice cream. We waited in line for about an hour and 10 minutes. We're like, nope. (laughs) So we uh, went down and there is a, a year-round Christmas store that has like just handmade shit and she's all about Christmas so we go in there and then next door there is a massive candy store so both of us go in there they're offering free praline samples which are absolutely incredible Ooh. Um, they've got the wall of jelly beans they've got homemade fudge they've got candied apples they, they've got ice cream so we grab our ice cream there and it's probably good. Yeah, and then the next morning, we go to this place called Mirabelle's, which is across across the street from the giant, like, the Catholic church there in town. Or it may be Episcopal, but it is beautiful, um, great food. I had an awesome panini that morning. Um, and then drove four hours back to
0: <laughs> Southern Pines. Dude, that sounds like kind of... I mean, outside of the Deaf Incarnate, it sounds like a fucking awesome trip.
1: Yeah, it was really good. It was nice, because it was like eight hours into... Eight hours into New Orleans. We left at 5 a.m., got to New Orleans. With the rain and everything, we got there at, like, 2, something like that. Yeah. We, that, we had tons. You can do a lot of shit. Of, and by the time we got in New Orleans, all the rain had stopped, so we're walking around, had a great time there. Uh, we got in Savannah at like, 6 p.m. because we slept a little bit. Um, we slept a l- late and then just did dinner, and knowing that we were doing brunch the next morning. Um, it was a good trip, but, yeah. Glad Sweet. to be glad to be back at work. <laughs> Much very glad to be back at work after spending $5500 to get my truck fixed.
0: Yeah, 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 that going on.
1: Yeah. Anything new for you in the past couple weeks? Exciting?
0: Uh, I mean, my kids just turned 2 months old yesterday, so that's pretty fucking exciting. Thank uh, you for not saying 8 weeks. Yeah, I mean, well, I was told that 8 weeks is not 2 months two months is like on the exact birthday. yeah, this whole thing, but yeah, it's so like this, you know, today, like we're, we're watching them on their little activity mat and they're just fucking wailing at each other, like in the face, kicking each other, like in the, like in the thighs, like they have no idea. Like there's no pain receptors, I guess, but like, <laughs> they're, they're just like wailing their arms, like, and he just smacking each other in the face. It's great. Fun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just been, uh, well, all I've been up to the past two months is raising babies and juggling, uh, my job and being a dad and trying to not get too fat. So I don't have that much to work off once I'm able to start running again.
1: Yeah. Have you not been using the stroller? The running stroller? Has it been too hot to take them out and do that?
0: Well, it's hot and they're not big enough yet for that stroller.
1: Okay. They need what? like So six there's months? a certain
0: like weight they got to be. Well, first of all, I think th- they can't use it in like six months because they have to be able to uh, sit up and support their own body weight. Gotcha. So you're talking like a year and a half kind of thing. No, no, six months, six months, like not, not six months from now, but at six months oh, so like Around okay. Christmas. Yeah.
1: Oh, that'll be fun.
0: Yeah. But I mean, uh, I'll probably get back into running in. Oh, the goal is probably September, October. Like we got them going into some sleep training soon. So that'll make it to where like Brittany gets to have normal sleep hours and, uh, you know, I, and for the podcast world. Yes, I absolutely contribute and pitch in. No, da- like a- Cody's
1: gone full dad. In fact, uh, the day before I left, something like that, we hung out with uh, Cody and his youngest sister and Cody's mom for uh, his youngest sister's birthday, and it was the first time Cody had been let out of the house by himself with one of the childs.
0: Yeah, I got to take Connor. out. It was awesome. With one of the childs, one of the children.
1: I specifically remember texting Brittany. Um, how far, how far do we have, or how far she can we did not
0: find that text funny? Yeah. I was like, how far can we, <laughs> I go,
1: how far can we drop a child before we have to take it to the hospital? And then I guess Cody, Cody goes, yeah, she's sleeping. So she probably won't respond. Um, so before, before she can respond, I text her back. um, Oh, she did respond. I said, it's fine. Apparently 12 inches in the limit. We're below that. And she goes, you better be joking. And I responded with WebMD says it's cool. She goes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she texted me. I back. She texted me back. Like, She's like, You didn't really drop him. Did you? Like, no. <laughs> God damn it, Jan. <laughs> and then she texts me back like seven minutes later.
1: And she, she texts me back seven minutes later. And she goes, you're lucky you're not here. I'd smack you. <laughs>
0: she would she's such a mama bear it's fucking wild i like i never saw it coming and it's just it's really wonderful like it's awesome it's 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 cool yeah so don't you know like i think i get more sleep than like people think i do which is awesome like i'm not hurting but yeah like you're definitely you get some dad brain but it's been a ride it's going to continue to be a ride for the rest of their lives yeah fucking wild yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I hope someday Caitlin lets you pull the goalie. And if you're listening, Caitlin, he really wants to be a dad. <laughs> she does not listen to this. <laughs> I good. promise. She's hey, like, yeah, Brittany. my wife would never listen to this show. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that that's what I'm up to, uh, just being a dad. And yeah, yeah, it's it's good to uh, talk to an adult, not about children, even though I'm talking about my children. That's all I ever talk about.
1: Well. Well, both of our listeners are very happy to have you Hey, back, guys, I missed you. Uh, let's get into this week's episode. What are those so wacky texts it's Democrats not up to? Yeah, so this actually happened, uh, when did they flee the state? About two yep. weeks ago?
0: Uh, first week of July.
1: Yep. So this this happened several weeks ago, but we're going to bring it up. Uh, because it's news, because uh, it's ongoing <laughs> Pelosi and Pelosi's aid contracts COVID uh, and the Democrats, the Texas Democrats have become like a super spreader event in DC, even though they're all, they say that, yeah, which is vaccinated.
0: like, you know, the way the past pandemic has played out is it's been Democrat, you know, Pearl clutchers like, Oh my God, everyone stay home, stay safe, get vaccinated it's the Republicans they're spreading. And then, yeah, we got these folks. So I leave state and I guess maybe there's like the Texas strain they brought with them.
1: Yeah. I don't,
0: the, De- the, the that one, I
1: don't know. Um, but this is what we're talking about. So we've got some different points and stuff like that. Cody's, Cody's a little more impacted than I am, even though I still vote and, and my my legal residence is still in Texas, um, but that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Texas Democrats fleeing the special session called by Governor Abbott That um, and why are they in D.C., and we're going to hit some hot topics, and then Cody will have some hot takes, and I've got some thoughts on this. and. We'll just go from there. So welcome back to the podcast. Do you want to kind of walk us through all this?
0: Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. So Greg Abbott calls for a special session of the Texas legislature. He feels like they didn't do enough of the like more right-wing shit he'd like them to do. So it's a pretty uh, just a murder's row of shit that only Greg Abbott cares about to get reelected, in my opinion. So we have like bail overhaul, elections, border security, social media censorship, legislative branch funding, which that one is about, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's taking away pay for uh, anyone who no-shows, Like, it, but doesn't affect the yep. rep or sender's pay. It affects their staff's pay. Uh, limiting access to school sports teams for transgender students. Abortion-inducing drugs. Uh, some of my retired Texas teachers, which only affects the breast teachers in Texas, uh, critical race theory and some other shit. How to talk to uh, your mom real quick. There's a, it's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Then I, no, I like it. I like it. it. It worked out well. Um, yeah, there is a all lot going meat. on. Um, not, not all of this is bad um agree i will say that I, I actually do agree not all of it's bad um but i don't feel like any of it's that important there are some things that i don't know there are some things in there that i
0: think are the the bail overhaul like i understand like hey let's not well get the, too touchy-feely the bail and the bail over just release people the
1: bail overhaul i do have an issue with because... It's not perfect. Well, because look at this from... Look at the... So, let's... The bail overhaul. So, what I've got pulled up is a document signed by Greg Abbott at 9 a.m. on July 7th, 2021. Um, the special... The um, special legislation... The special legislation... Legis, the special session. I us call it the session because I don't know what the fuck it's called. Um, there are several things that the governor has decided will be reviewed during this. So legislation reforming the bail system in Texas to protect the public from accused criminals who may be released on bail. So uh, we're going to circle back to that one because that's what brought us here. Legislation strengthening the integrity of elections in Texas. This is the whole reason that the D- House Democrats have
0: left. Yeah, yeah, that's the catalyst for the big flee to D.C. The exodus.
1: Legislation providing funding to support law enforcement agencies, counties, and other strategies part of Texas's comprehensive border security plan. I'm sure that they all have issues with this. Also, uh, I don't, I don't lick boots. Yep. fuck that shit. Legislation safeguarding the freedom of speech by protecting social media users from being censored by social media companies based on the users' expressed viewpoints, including, uh, including, including by providing a legal remedy for those wrongfully excluded from
0: platform. Well. Guess who that's about? I'm lukewarm on that. Like, I don't hate it, don't love it. Well, that's the, um, that's that section. It's dangerous waters. That's that
1: section. Was it Section 209? That's the whole Section 209. Uh, 203, two th- two Yeah, whatever Yeah, it was. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. We did a whole episode about it. I don't know. Uh, legislation providing appropriations to the legislature and legislative agencies in Article 10 of the General Appropriations Act. Uh, legislation similar to Senate Bill 1109 from the 87th Legislature. Uh, legislature regular session requiring schools to provide appropriate education to middle and high school students about dating violence, domestic violence, and child abuse. But that recognizes the right of parents to opt their children out of the instruction. Uh, that's no different than how you and I grew up, uh, being able to opt out of sex ed. Yeah. Um, Legislation identical to Senate Bill 29 as passed by the Texas Senate in the 87th regular session. Jesus fucking Christ. You hop on one episode. Just save the ledge. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Just save the ledge. Um, you hop on one episode and I'm talking like you. Disallowing a student from competing in UIL, University Interscholastic League athletic competition designated for the sex opposite to the student's sex at birth. Here's
0: another one that they're going to get into. Uh, and seeing that one, man... I don't know. I'm so we're going to cover all this. We've got the whole episode
1: legislation similar to Senate bill 394, which prohibits people from providing abortion inducing drugs by mail or delivery service strengthens laws applicable to the reporting of abortions and abortion complications and ensures that no abortion inducing drugs are provided unless there is voluntary and informed consent. This is saying effectively nobody under the age of 18 can get an abortion unless you're legally emancipated.
0: Yeah, see, so fuck that
1: shit. Uh, legislation similar to House Bill 3507 relating to a 13th check or one time supplemental payment of benefits under the teacher retirement system of Texas, which is what Cody just mentioned. Uh, legislation similar to House Bill 3979 concerning critical race theory, as originally passed by the Texas Senate in the 87th, and legislation providing appropriations from additional available general revenue for the following purposes property tax relief, enhanced protection for the safety of children in Texas's foster care system by attracting and retaining private providers for the system, and to provide better safeguard or to better safeguard the state from potential cybersecurity threats. So, like that one, I, I like. I like that one.
0: Yeah, not all of it's terrible, but I feel like a lot of it's also loaded. Yeah, Uh,
1: There's only a couple in here that I think the House Democrats aren't fleeing against, and we can talk about those real quick. You said the bail system. My issue with the bail system is um, to protect the public from accused criminals who may be released on bail. Okay, so when they say accused criminals, who do you think that a Republican governor and a Republican controlled Senate are talking about.
0: I'll take black people for 200. Yeah.
1: Anybody who is not white for a thousand. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, this, this whole, this whole thing is based on outliers that occurred during COVID. There was some very, uh, I can't think of names exact, but I know there was incidents in Houston where like, oh, this guy was released on bail and he killed a police officer. I think that happened like twice in Houston, something like that. And so this is all based off of a bunch of outlier cases. Um, yeah, but it's a boogeyman.
1: It is, and, and because you look at it, and what they're saying is, for me, I don't know for a fact because I don't speak for I don't speak for Greg Abbott. Um, I sure as shit didn't vote for him, but you know I don't speak for him. But to me, what this he
0: would, sta- he would stand up for you if he could.
1: Yeah. Oh God damn it! What? <laughs> What, what this says to me is that we are afraid that some of these people who have been accused of heinous crimes might be able to post bail, and we don't want them to post bail. And by might be is you've been accused of armed robbery because they arrested a black guy that looks similar to that other black guy over there even though they got yep,
0: also had a mustache,
1: even though it's actually a third black guy that they're looking for. um, And we're worried that he may be able to raise the $10,000 required on a $50,000 bail.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you're cut. It's a whole lot of like, he's already serving time for perhaps a crime. He didn't commit. Yeah, I mean, there's been
1: really, really famous uh, incidents of that in Texas. You had the guy back in the um, 70s in Austin. Who was framed by Ken Anderson and his whole committee. Oh, fuck yeah. His whole committee who ended up serving something like twenty or thirty years of a lifetime sentence. Yeah,
0: so Ken Anderson spent like twenty smod years in jail. Uh this all happened here in Williamson no, no, County. No,
1: no. Ken Ken Anderson at the time was the DA before he was the Williams County judge. Right, oh Michael Stanley. Michael Stanley.
0: Michael Stanley, yeah. So he ended up spending like twenty smod years in jail. He's like, I didn't fucking kill my wife and the entire time in evidence lockers there was a bandana and to this day Ken Anderson still says Michael Morton did it yeah you said Michael, Michael Morton Stanley yeah
1: um horrendous and that's kind of where you get is you know they're they're keeping the others the go you know, because God forbid that uh, any one of Abbott's friends gets arrested on a blue-collar crime they're gonna go well nah it's fine he couldn't have done it look at him he's white. And he's
0: he's wearing, a, he's wearing a tie for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah,
1: he's he's white and he's rich and he's wearing thousand dollar you know uh, lizard boots. Yeah. Um, obviously he can't do it. But that dude over there who got pulled over and happened to have pot, even though that wasn't the point of the search, um, he is now an accused criminal because the the wording does not say dangerous. Does not say felony. No, it's it says any bail. accused criminals who may be released on bail.
0: It's definitely one of those like, oh, we had good intentions, but we cast too wide of a fucking net. Well, but also I feel like it's on. Purpose. If I think about how the prosecution can use this now, because
1: in America, oh, it's a weapon. In America, we are innocent until proven guilty, or that's what we are supposed to be presumed innocent until we are proven you guilty.
0: Know, if if white and
1: wealthy. But you look at this, and now all the prosecution has to do at the trial date goes, well, they were denied bail for a reason. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they were denied bail for a reason, and then you've already got that into the jury's head.
0: Because it would be up to the jury to know, like, well, aren't weren't they denied bail because of this recent legislation? Yeah. Um, they don't... Yeah, like, John Q. Public doesn't know that. Like, if you grab your jury pool, and it consists of, like, a mechanic from Jiffy Lube, and then... The waitress at Olive Garden. Well, maybe which Olive Garden has two kids and is definitely not reading the newspaper.
1: Yeah, I mean, or hell, maybe it's... Or a
0: man with two kids. Maybe, it's, sorry, maybe it's somebody who's rich
1: as shit and just doesn't read the news because they don't apply to them, and they just, like, oh, yeah, I mean...
0: I always figured if you're rich, you just, like, had someone read the news to you, because that's what I would do.
1: Well, I mean, if you watch the movies, they've always got, like, the CNBC scroller in the background or Fox Business Network or whatever that is in the background... With all the stocks like, and all that and the
0: Alexander read me today's news
1: um, The 13th check I don't think Democrats are Getting onto that too much Or one time well, supplemental I mean, payment of benefits. I
0: think 13's fucked up Because it's like an unlucky number So why not 14 checks yeah.
1: um, I don't know too much about that one Do you have any idea about the 13th check For the teacher retirement system
0: Well I don't really feel like They should be allowed to retire I think they should keep teaching Until they die Fuck you, so. Cody says that because he knows I want to be a teacher no, I say that because, like, I don't think I'll ever retire. Like, I have a retirement account, but I'm like, eh, is that ever going to be enough? Yeah. Well, not because you have twins. No, I
1: don't um, really bleed me dry. They're probably – I think they might have some issues with the um, opting out of domestic violence, dating violence, child abuse stuff, but probably not.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there was some heartache – I'm trying to remember. Like, I, kn- I remember there was some heartache during the actual session – about that one i don't remember what the hell it was it seemed like there's republican opposition to that one passing but also kind of weird that greg abbott would push it if it wasn't for uh the opposite side Yeah, and, and this
1: Pushed and you gotta it. remember that this is a the primaries are coming up at the end of the year and there is a
0: gubernatorial um election he's next got year. heat
1: there's yeah so he's fallen out of some good graces with a lot of the hardcore Republicans because of a lot of stuff because
0: the, the mask mandate was the big one.
1: Um, and then the other one that they probably really don't care about is the legislation providing appropriations to the legislature and legislative agencies in article 10 of the general appropriations act. They don't give a shit about that. It's their money. They're going to. Yeah. Um, so let's start with
0: transgender sports is going to be a hot button.
1: So let's start with the, so the, first, the main reason is item number two, which is legislation strengthening the integrity of elections in Texas.
0: Now, and this is all fallout from one of the largest voter turnouts on both sides of the aisle. One of the largest voter turnouts in American history was this past election between Biden and Trump.
1: Now, uh, Cody and I are so Cody lives in there. I am a resident of Williamson County. Uh, which is one county to the north. We border Travis County directly on the north, and our whole thing is keep George... We're kissing cousins. Keep Georgetown normal, right? We are anti-Austin everything. And that is a
0: bumper sticker you can see around town. Uh,
1: I have a t- I had a T-shirt from uh, the barbi There was a barbecue joint there on the 35 Access Road at Williams. Uh, that's a church now. It's got the big water tower. Oh yeah Dukes Yeah Dukes So I actually have a t-shirt somewhere That's like Duke's Barbecue And on the back It says keep Georgetown normal um, But For the first time In however many Tens of years uh, Williamson County voted Dem- Overwhelmingly Democrat this year In the 2020 election
0: Particularly for the sheriff Yeah But
1: overall Yeah It was a blue county uh, which pissed everybody off in Williamson County because now we're like Austin and uh, it, we were purple. We weren't blue. It was very purple, but it was a Democrat majority. Um, the only people that seem to use the word integrity are people that don't have integrity when it comes to elections.
0: Yeah, very much. Uh princess bride like oh you keep using this word i don't think you know what it means so let's w- that was my spanish accent. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible i know so um so was mandy patinka and,
1: and you know what, and, uh, before we get into it, uh, a, a good um a good tiktok cringe thing i saw today was a guy who walks into a a, a photocopy, like a Kinko's or a FedEx or something like that. Okay, so
0: it's not a set for a joke. It's not walking to a bar.
1: Yeah, and, and so guy walks in, and it's obviously it's a TikTok, so it's him talking to himself, and he's playing all this stuff. And he goes, hey, you make those fa- fake vaccination cards here, right? And he goes, yeah. He's like, all right, well, I'll, t- I'll take one. He's oh, okay, what are you doing it for? He's like, well, I, I want to be able to go out to – I want to be able to – go out to bars and guys like, okay. And then the guy kind of turns off camera and goes, Oh, what is he doing here? He's like, Oh, well he's getting fake documents. So all of his workers can work here, you know, and be paid a wage and not have to worry about being deported. He's like, well, that's, that's wrong. He can't do that. And he goes, but you're doing the same thing. He's like, yeah, (laughs) but but I want to go out to bars and drink with my friends and have my friends think I'm vaccinated. What they're doing is illegal. (laughs) And the guy just looks at him. He's like, oh, just go fuck yourself.
0: He's like, yeah, what you're doing could possibly, like, put your friends in a fucking hospital.
1: And uh, Cody and I both have a very good friend. Well, a very good friend of mine, a friend of Cody's. I I will put it that way. I
0: just, yeah, I just heard about his update. So
1: uh, I had a good friend of mine who is anti-vax.
0: Talking about famous country singer, right?
1: Who is hardcore anti-vax. Even got into it with his fiance because she went and got a vaccine. Almost called the the engagement off um who spent four days with a tube down his throat and he said he was dead for 17 minutes uh while they fixed him
0: yeah he was in the hospital for 18 days is the Wahlberg word yeah
1: so icu he was in there for two weeks icu um he had covid they're calling it covid plus but it was the delta variant um is what they so it's covid plus on paper but it was the delta variant is what they um got it down to with symptoms of pneumonia went into ICU intubated came out was fine had him on oxygen and then they induced a coma effectively oh my god yeah they had to induce a coma and then it was like we don't know what's going to happen after that and then he finally made it out of it
0: well the word on around town is he uh checked himself out against the against doctor's orders he had to sign I'm sure he had to sign some shit I'm sure it
1: was (laughs) AMA um
0: he had to sign some shit saying like hey we're telling you to stay (laughs) but you want to go and don't get me
1: wrong i love to do death and of course that's 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 who i am i I think he's a treasure like that's who i am it's yeah we have greatly opposing political views um but he's by god this is my life you know he's straight bon jovi this is my life and it's now or never um
0: He ain't gonna live forever. But if
1: I haven't heard the word integrity come out of his mouth. He just
0: wants to live until he dies. If
1: I haven't heard the word integrity come out of his mouth talking about the opposition.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so what are the measures that they're trying to put in place that are good is gonna secure our Texas elections, I think have had like maybe five cases of voter fraud? Um so some of them are
1: uh, would greatly reduce Sunday voting hours. Um, so the the uh, souls to the poll kind of thing. Uh, and this is coming from a right... So I'm looking at one of my sources is the Faithful Citizens Network. Uh, this is a right-wing... Uh, well, it's not super right-wing, but it is a more conservative, even though it says even though there was no evidence of fraud in the 2020 election, but they tend to vote super Christian. So it's kind of this weird, like we're liberal, but we still vote super conservative Christian. Um, so they're, Wait, ch- this
0: bill is anti-Christian. Oh, they're pissed off about this. No souls to polls, anti-Christian
1: wow. and anti-democracy. Um, it's un-American and law specifically targeting Christians who worship on Sundays to make Americans choose between Sunday church and voting. Um, that's not exactly, I don't think what they're doing.
0: Agreed. That seems very, uh, like, uh, it's a leap. Um, but because
1: I honestly, like the way I look at it, if it's that big of an issue, then it's not too hard for a church to move their service times unless you're a mega church,
0: you know, once a year, just like, Hey, uh, you know, it's voting. So we're going to bump it. An hour up
1: or an hour back. Yeah, so your 8 o'clock service is now at 7, and your 10.30 service is now at 11.30. Then make sure everybody can get to the polls at 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, and then it would also allow a single judge to overturn an entire election without any evidence needed of fraud. And
0: this and I, is big. I would, yeah, this is fucking which is, smelly. This, this steam. This is
1: where it's super weird, too, because... In their commentary, says, that sounds like a communist regime, not American democracy.
0: I don't know if I agree with that exact like well, descriptor the, these of pe- this. These people are all, are
1: all over the place. In like, <laughs> I think
0: I understand the intent, but the execution is flawed. But, I mean, what they're saying is, I mean, to me, it's more, I wouldn't call it communist or fascist. I think I'm going to call it more uh, blatantly partisan Partisan, partisan.
1: Uh, no, I like the throwback. Partisan, I like it.
0: Uh, I'm gonna have some Partisan cheese after this. Uh, Yeah, so it's blatantly partisan, and again, this is one of those. In many cases, folks will trot out a law or a bill that like directly helps them today, but it's gonna have a lot of unintended consequences that they're not seeing. So in this case, um, allowing. Uh, you know, any judge in that county to overturn that county's election is setting themselves up for a lot of fucking contention down the line. So in Wilco, Williamson County, Judge Gravel, uh, Bill, if so Bill told Gravel, by by, way. by party, you know, up on high, like you are overturning this because Trump has to win Williamson County. Yep. Whatever. Well, very fucking easily. All uh, judge. God damn her name. I've met her. Amy she sucks Amy Coney Barrett no that's the Supreme Yeah, Court. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Travis Travis County judge I can't remember her name she's actually kind of awful but um, it allow her to overturn which would make no sense I know but she's allowed to throw a monkey her own monkey wrench every Democratic county gets to do it as well so all of a sudden the whole fucking state is just in a Partisan dogfight uh, with no end in sight so there's a lot of unintended consequence of that, plus just the idea that any partisan partisan fuck, partisan hack <laughs> can just uh you know essentially spike the football. So
1: it and for for our Texas listeners out there, Texas has been anti anti-federal government for a very, very, very long time. Um that's where a grid sucks. Yeah. Um, and they have a right to be. So let, let me run down this. Is, we can tie this in because what you were talking about just reminded me of this. Um, there are a slew of states, I'm going to say offhand like 12, I'm going to rattle them off here in a second, that pay, pay into Washington more than it receives. So these are states that pay more to the federal government than receive in federal funding.
0: Yeah. Services, goods, all that shit. All
1: right. So we've got Washington, Oregon, California, and Nevada. And just, just so everybody knows, and Cody can vouch for me. I'm doing this off a map and nothing is labeled, but this is, this is, I know my country good enough that I know. So far you've got all these states. Correct. Uh, Colorado, Texas, Wyoming, uh, Illinois, Indiana. I'm sorry, Wyoming. um, uh, Sorry, so let me start over oh,
0: let me start over. Is it Wyoming no, it's not. or is it Montana? It's
1: not It's not one of those. I don't know why I said either one of those. Washington. Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Colorado, Texas, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, Michigan, Indiana, Wisconsin, New York, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Delaware. New Jersey and Florida. Did I miss any in there? Uh,
0: New Jersey. Uh, yep, that is New Hampshire, not Vermont. That's so what I said New Hampshire. Yep. Yep. I think you're good. Yeah.
1: So, out of all those states, you have three that are that are solid Republican, which are Nevada, yeah, Texas,
0: Te- Florida, and Nevada. And Nevada.
1: Um, then you have ones that go either way Like Indiana is kind of one of those eh, maybe Illinois, I'm sorry, Illinois, I'm sorry swing I said state. Indiana It was Illinois uh, Illinois is kind of either way We know that New
0: Hampshire is very New Hampshire It's unique, it's conservative But they also vote in some Democrats
1: um, And then Minnesota We know the whole issue with Minnesota um, But there's <laughs> Oh, Rhode Island I missed Rhode Island uh, Rhode Island is in there
0: well, we all forget about Rhode Island.
1: So you have you have a state which is rightfully at this point, I think Texas is rightfully anti-federal government saying you're not taking care of us, but at the same time says we don't want your help. Is that am I getting that? I, I get that a lot from from people on Facebook that they're pissed that the federal government does not do enough for Texas but that they don't want the federal government involved in Texas.
0: No. Yeah, that's right. Cause I think there's like a fundamental misunderstanding of like, so of what the federal government can and does shit like that.
1: And so now, because the federal government is so wrong, um, we get into these, these voter restrictions. Um, so voting bills battle let's just go up to the voting bills battle up here I'm on the Texas Tribune.org. Um, the voting bills battle this is the big walk away from the Texas Democrats um so we're we're already talking about souls to the polls right uh, what else do we have in here that that is stopping them we're now we know that the big big Republican I'm legislation to, is always going to be is always, before
0: we get too far on this, I'm going to go ahead and pee and get a beer. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, let me, let me see if I can, we had a long intro. <laughs> let me see if I can't back some of this up while Cody's peeing and getting in a beer. Yeah. Um, but I'm reading from Texas, tribune.org. So among its new restrictions are bans on drive through and overnight vo- voting that were pioneered in Harris County. Um, and I'm going to have to back brief some of this when Cody gets back, but Harris County is notoriously a uh, Democrat voters, much like, much like Austin is. Um, it has a huge minority population. Um, and when I say minority, it's minority in the, uh, well, almost in the national sense. Um, at th- I guess if I pulled up some Harris County demographics, um, we would probably find that that we we would probably find that. Well, that's about right then. Yeah. So fifty fifty eight point seven 58.7% white, 18.5% black or African American, um, 0.5 Native American, 5.1 Asian, 0.1 Pacific Islander, and 14.2 from other races. So we don't even, uh, we get kind of close. We're up until like the 40 something percent. Uh, but it's, it is effectively all white. Um, it also wants to do, let's see, do, 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 where did I miss here? I'm talking about how, so Cody's back. So we're talking about how uh, the ban on drive through and overnight voting that were pioneered in Harris County. Um, it,
0: yeah, and you touched on a lot of this is, uh, covid driven right like that's kind of like the well, covid th- measures this is just one
1: place. of the this is just one of the, the places that that yeah so i think during i don't know when it started but the ban on drive through started during covid i think right
0: well no uh drive through and then the 24 hours up that's all sort of spurred upon by covid like uh, kind of, i would say that both sides were kind of opportuni- opportunistic about voting on this one so there's folks like all right well we can just make it so fucking easy to vote so drive through which honestly in georgetown where Jay and i are basically from live live lived uh there's a lot of elderly people a lot of disabled people because they're fucking old or vets that type of shit and that was a huge hit here people loved drive yeah voting. because
1: it's you get a lot of and you say retired um, we have a huge veteran. Well, veter- well we it's have-
0: more ADA friendly. Well,
1: we have a huge veteran population because guess what? Yeah. Nobody wants to fucking retire in Fort Hood. And Lampasas is cool, but if you didn't grow up a cowboy, you're not moving out to Lampasas or San Saba. You know, uh, you may move out to Salado because you think the like brewery there is awesome, but there's nothing to fucking do in Salado, so everybody moves to Belton Temple or. Georgetown
0: and Belton into I love Georgetown and, Bel- and there's a huge yeah, there's just like a great community to tap into for old people here.
1: Yeah. Well, or retired military. Yeah. Um or retired government contractors or you know, whatever the fuck the case might be. Um
0: A lot of a lot of gold star members in Georgetown. Yeah.
1: The, it, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating that for a party that wants to bring integrity into an election has zero concern with the integrity of their actions.
0: Yeah. Like this one, this is a gross one. Like honestly, this one is gross. Like they are making, they're taking away a very useful tool for, you know, a population they say they give a shit about like Republican bread and butter is old people and vets.
1: It, it, no, they have not gone. They did not go full Georgia in this. You know, we're not at risk of losing. No. We're not at risk of losing an All Star game because now you're not allowed to have water in the Georgia heat while you're standing in line.
0: They had discussed that, but then it, that got rolled back. Well, they also
1: discussed that. What was the other one they discussed? They discussed. So, in opposition to the critical race theory, they said, "Well, if you're going to do that, you cannot teach legally that the KKK were morally objective or morally wrong." <laughs> yeah,
0: that someone's like, like, ah, oh, you're that
1: that's a cross you're gonna die on. Yeah, I mean, or the cross you were gonna hang somebody on. Um, yeah, or the cross you were gonna burn, or whatever you want to talk about. The cross you're gonna burn, I guess, is probably most
0: fitting for this one.
1: Um, this is the so this is like point number one of of why. People are running away, and this is... I have, an, I have an issue with the Democrats running away. I'm not... I'm going to use the word running away. They're running away for a purpose, to break the quorum, so nobody can make the vote. But I have an issue with... with how. I don't know. I, I have an issue with them doing this. Uh,
0: the optics that... The optics were bad. So, I mean, this is not an unprecedented move on Texas Democrats' part Uh, Happened before 2003 I was in high school I remember it I remember like it happening so Texas was redrawing their districts which Texas has horribly drawn districts and they only get worse every time Uh, so the quorum left it but they just like packed up into their trucks and cars and went to Oklahoma like just across the border almost like having a shadow government whereas these guys well,
1: Oklahoma might as well be another country so I think they were right doing that <laughs> fair enough
0: so yeah like, could, <laughs> Mexico Oklahoma different countries <laughs> yeah. but um yeah the optics were like ah oh, they just like they went across the state line much like one would do for some some riverboat gambling perhaps or some Indian casino First Nations people gambling there
1: you go I like it
0: um, whereas this crowd like the images that will haunt them forever is the fact that they got on to chartered private planes, all smiles, case of Bud, case of Miller Lite. You know, it's not like a... It didn't look like they're doing their solemn duty. It looked like they're having fun, they, which... They take private... I've been on a private jet. They're fun. They Ted
1: cruised it. They really did. Like, their state needed them, yeah. and they Ted cruise it. Now, I will say that... This is a better use by going to Washington because at least in Washington, they're able to settle. They can
0: go lobby for what they believe And that's what
1: they were doing. Their whole thing was they were saddling up to Democratic leaders and, or Democrat leaders, Democratic. They were signing up to Democrat leaders.
0: Democrat. Yeah.
1: yeah, To leaders in the Democrat party, uh, senators and representatives over there to try to push through federal legislation that would, that would
0: override that would, anything Texas could pass. Correct.
1: So this is at least better than running away in 2003. Um, I, I still have an issue with this. And this is the same. This goes back to um, the investigation of Donald Trump, right? So the Democrats in Texas are setting a precedence, A precedent. They are setting a precedent of... About it, the president It's okay for us to do this And it's not okay for you to do this Because now Democrat Democratic representatives On the federal level That have been saying In the filibuster In the filibuster In the filibuster About the um, uh, What do we call it The infrastructure bill Yeah That want to do away with A filibuster At a federal level Now have State State members of their own party Running away To Washington D.C. effectively doing a physical filibuster. Um, and for me, that's the issue I have with is It kind of sets this weird tone of, yes, we support all of our federal brethren, um, but we're going to do the same thing to get our way. And it's the same thing that happened in, honestly, 2016, right? So now we're seeing this issue with the January 6th, um, January 6th uh, investigation uh, yeah commission that they yeah. want to do and they're going well you did this and it was unfounded in 2016 and then if you didn't think that the Republicans had the Democrats not won a House majority um, or did they win a House majority they won a Senate majority Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So had they not won a Senate majority, if they had a House, if the Republicans had a House majority and a Senate majority, if you don't think there was going to be an investigation into the 2020 election, you're wrong because the Democrats set the precedent. Well, guess what? Yeah. And they're doing the same thing. They're setting a precedent that if Texas House, the Texas House ever gets a Democrat controlled Senate, and the next time a sweeping bill comes through like this, guess what's going to happen?
0: First thing they're doing is hopping on a fucking flight to wherever. And they're going to Montana, Florida, probably. And then we're going to hear. Republicans love Florida. And
1: then we're going to hear the exact same thing. So it, I don't know. I don't know how I've. There's no good way to do this. Do you stay and fight knowing that you're going to lose because you're going to get overturned and hope that somebody in a Texas Supreme Court overrules and overturns the laws and saying, at least we stood here and we stood our ground and fought. Um, who's our, who's our famous, who's our famous, um, Wendy Davis, Wendy Davis, right. Who stands up there and does all this. Um, and she, even though it falls, and she
0: would still be there today. If like national rep- Democrats and like, Oh, you should run for these. Like, no, no, please keep doing, you be an all-star right in here. But you know, I digress.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh, there's ways to fight, and that's why I use the that's why I'm using the word run I don't think they're fighting
0: yeah i I think for me like I think I mostly agree what you're saying uh where I disagree is I think running is fine uh but I think the way they did it is not the most um I don't believe you're fighting for the little man if you've boarded a charter jet that Beto O'Rourke is paid for with national funding and you've gone off to D.C., which D.C. makes sense because you're able to actually lobby the federal government. Uh, Understood. And that was the whole
1: thing was they were going but there I to think lobby. But
0: optics should have been like their asses got onto a fucking train. They took the Zephyr in New Orleans and took that up to D.C. Yeah, you take the, or they all get in Suburbans and just go to fucking D.C. You take I think the Amtrak Crescent. To those planes with getting onto those planes and taking like those fucking shots not sh- not shots of the whiskey but photographic shots just doesn't play well it does not look like you're there defending your constituents when it when it looks like that uh yeah i mean this is the whole uh, you are talking like i agree with the tactic not, but not how it's executed yeah
1: okay okay so we can come together on that one is that's that's my issue is i, I understand I understand the loss that if you stay and this is the vote, then there is, you're a,
0: going to get swept away off to the side and it's going to get rammed through. This is a loss. But at the same time, this is why we have checks and balances, right? So you, the other question to you would be, sorry, I know you had, you're about to make a point, but <laughs> it's all right. I'm back. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to, it. Hey, at least I have somebody talking over me instead of like
1: stopping. As soon as I start saying something and be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I love Aaron to death.
0: <laughs> that is Aaron's thing. I know. Um, so this happens. This one time, this special like Abba calls this special session. Well, this special session is a moot point. They're not coming back to vote. So does he call a fuck another one and they have to leave again? That's that's kind of my like. What 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 after this? What next? Like what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean,
1: how do you, you can't keep running away because I'll tell you right now that. Any the, if any
0: of our listeners are lawyers in Texas, tell us how many special sessions the governor can call in one well, year. Well,
1: has not, it has nothing to do with that because if if my if one of my representatives, which none of none of my representatives are Democrats,
0: um, no, we have Shortener. That guy sucks. Yeah.
1: Well, not according to some people in Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> but if if any of my
0: Those burgers aren't that good either
1: if any of my representatives were Democrats and okay, you do it once, that's fine. But every time that you run, it doesn't matter. Democrat, it's whoever I voted. If, if Charles shortner decided, you know, if I read his stuff and I go, you know what, this makes sense because there are some very, there are some very middle of the road Republicans, which means like on an international scale, there are hardline Republicans. um, Because we've covered this, how, how, how like
0: Joe Strauss out of Santone isn't that bad. Yeah, there's, there's, we've covered this. The, Will Hurd out in West Texas, not that bad.
1: That on an international scale, they teach American politics as the Republicans tend to be far right, and the Democrats tend to be uh, central of right, and the liberals, the progressives, are just barely to the left of center. Uh, when it comes to
0: liberals, be liberals would be just to the left of center Progressives would be a little farther out and then you got like the social democrats yeah a little farther out yeah
1: like bernie is still bernie is not too far of left um
0: no like he flirts of socialism he's been to russia i get all that shit but like, but like he's not, not full inter- blown yeah
1: on an international scale he's not too far so yeah um but it doesn't matter if a Democrat or Republican no or Independent, whomever I'm voting for. Hell, I I uh, polled for or not pulled. I uh, stumped for Kinky Friedman during his governor election in 2006. Yeah. Um, but if I see my representative go away once, like okay, cool, you're making a stand. In the second and the third and the fourth time, if this is your M.O., then I'm not voting for you anymore because you've you've yeah. shown an unwillingness to fight. You say you can stay up there and say that you're fighting, but fighting is up there because at some point you have to get punched in the face in a fight. Like if it is an all out fight Agree.
0: You must confront like if you're getting bullied, eventually you've got to confront the bully. And you can lose, but you still stood up yeah. to the bully. So
1: you stand up and then you take it to where I was going. Um, then you have these checks and balances, right? So what do you do? You You take it to the next higher level. You take it to the Texas Supreme Court. And so if the Texas Court of Appeals says, yes, it's good, then you take it up again. And if the Texas Supreme Court says it's good, then you take it to a federal court of appeals. And then you take it to a, you know, whatever the case may be, but you elevate it all the way up. And then by the time you get all the way up, now you have pressure at the federal level again. Um, because we've already yeah. and we've already seen that the uh that the Supreme Court is not voting the way that Republicans thought it was going to. Even vote. though it
0: looks six three, it's not been carried out six. No,
1: it's being carried out like five four four five. Yeah. Um, and it's you know, I I hate to say it. I'm there's maybe like two people that we could absolutely do away with that are just hardline. Um. I'm actually not too upset with the way the Supreme court has been
0: ruling. Yeah. Like they've not come down on something like, okay, that makes no fucking sense. I don't get it. But so far as like, yeah, I mean, they're getting it right. And in some of those dissents, I feel are ceremonial dissents, whereas they actually agree with the majority. Yeah.
1: It's been really good.
0: Um, yeah, so this is this is the only issue I have with it. But. A sidebar issue would be there's a, a new investigation into fucking Kavanaugh. I guess all of the leads about him went straight they to got, the White they House. Yeah, they,
1: they, they got punted over to the Trump. So FBI took all these things. They and punted them over pretty icky. to the Trump team.
0: Yeah, that's super icky. And I, I don't think Kavanaugh has been the worst. I don't think he's remotely qualified to be like on the highest court of the land. Like I don't feel like he's some stellar guy just or lawyer going into it but so far he's not been a bad justice like he got there and it seems like he's kind of rising to the occasion
1: uh i, I mean amy comey Barrett. gorsuch
0: was good i think gorsuch overall was a good pick amy
1: comey barrett's been decent so far i think surprising
0: yeah yep. and he, yeah like, i think old old bert
1: <laughs> old the honorable bert
0: kavanaugh <laughs> old bert has been like i don't know like i feel like he like got up and was like fuck what do i do now i guess i better do the best that i can <laughs> and so far so good i guess um the he's so young he's gonna be up there till he's fucking 90 and he's like 53 yeah um but that is a sidebar sorry there's worth noting though the
1: man and it's not gonna get better so we mentioned that abbott's up for re-election um In 2022, so there are declared candidates. There are one, two, three. There are six declared candidates. Two of them don't even so. Two of them don't even have to play
0: as far right as possible until after that election. Two of them don't even have a Wikipedia entry. (laughs) Paul uh, Paul G. Bellu
1: and Kurt Schwab. Kurt Schwab's a military veteran.
0: Charles Schwab's younger brother.
1: Uh, then you got Don Huffines, which if anybody is yeah, from Texas he's... knows Don Huffines from Oh DFW Huffines Automotive.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, you spent more time up there. I'm like, I don't know. Uh,
1: conservative acti- activist and businessman. He oper- he owns and operi- operates Huffines Communities, a real estate development company. It's also Huffines, whatever. He's a member.
0: Ooh, so he's like a Texas Trump.
1: Yeah. And then you have Chad Prather.
0: Uh, oh God, no <laughs> Blaze TV talk me, wait, show cowboy host. Cowboy Chad. Blaze
1: TV talk show host, activist, and stand up comedian.
0: Oh who fuck is me. He's running for governor. I hope he wins.
1: Unapologetically Southern.
0: Oh my god, I hope that fucking truck YouTube maker wins. So we deserve we deserve that. The
1: only other person who is of note in here would be Alan West. Uh, I'm going to
0: vote Chad Prager. So Alan West f- in, for- in the fucking I will vote the Republican primary for Cowboy Chad.
1: Well, if you vote in the Republican primary, you have to vote Republican in. Um, you have to vote Republican like down the line. That's the way Texas local elections work. So if you vote Republican primary, you have to vote. Fuck.
0: Dude, that's so fucked
1: up. Yeah, it's kind of weird.
0: No, I don't think I think. Well, once it comes to the actual election day. It's fine, but primary wise, nope. I had nope. to only vote nope. Republican
1: because once you vote, nope. I promise,
0: I could have voted whoever the fuck I wanted. Nope. to you vote
1: in the so I I ran into this when I was stumping for um when I was stumping for uh like in
0: college we all voted for Ron Paul no
1: when I, it was Kinky Friedman it was that election um and so I had a friend of mine whose husband was running for the district attorney's office and Seguin um, mm-hmm. on the Republican ballot. And she could not vote for kinky because she was voting in the Republican primary.
0: Mm. And so that's like the actual election day, not primary day.
1: Yeah. So if you vote in the primary, then you, you can't vote if I'm not mistaken. It's,
0: that's yeah, it was up. weird.
1: She explained it to me, but because she voted in the Republican primary, she couldn't vote outside of that. Because she was. it was basically like, I'm a registered Republican now, and I, I have to vote like this.
0: So her votes don't matter. Don't uh, and Ugh. Then, the, like I
1: said, the only person who's coming up against them is, we talked about pre-show, is uh, Alan West. Former chair of the Texas Republican Party and former R- U.S. representative for Florida's 22nd Congressional District. And actual war criminal is he really? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, declined
0: disgrace,
1: Colonel Allen West. Uh, declined so far has been George P. Bush, the Texas Land Commissioner, um, running to replace incumbent Ken Paxton as Attorney General. Yeah,
0: and Ken Paxton and George P. Bush are like in a who can take the most of Trump's hog down his. Mouth the most.
1: Uh, Glenn Hagar, uh, if that name sounds familiar.
0: Is that like MJ Hagar's husband? Yeah,
1: it sounds like uh, Texas Comptroller of Public Accountants. Um, And then Sid Miller, the Agricultural Commission. And then we've already...
0: Sid Miller, that guy's a fucking hoot.
1: And then we've already had one uh, withdraw. Um, Yeah, so Greg Abbott's already been endorsed by Donald Trump. And Ken Paxton...
0: Because we're building the Texas wall. Don
1: Huffines has already been endorsed by Rand Paul, Matt Rina- <laughs> Matt Rinaldi, former Texas state, state representative, John Stickland, former Texas state representative, and Don McLaughlin, mayor of Uvalde.
0: Mayor of Uvalde. Well, that's all you need. Uh, publicly
1: expressed interest is Beto, uh, Joaquin, Cast- oh, God. Joaquin Castro. Joaquin Castro. Uh U.S. representative for twentieth con- Congressional mm-hmm. District. Julian Castro, former U.S. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development.
0: If, oh, both Castros are gonna run Oh, uh, Wendy Davis. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And Lena uh Lena Hidalgo, the Harris uh, Her-
0: Lena Dunham. Lena
1: Hidalgo, Harris County judge.
0: Mm. Well, so okay, so which Republicans gonna win? Yeah, it really <laughs> is.
1: Um fucking voting rights bills man um, let's see
0: what, what we're let's yeah, okay yeah we got way like 20 minutes that's fine. Uh, so the other the other measures but that so the other be- play here was a 24 hour voting I kind of agree that that's probably bad only
1: if it's staffed correctly I can only see that working well in uh, major cities
0: yeah like uh, that one I'm iffy on like I understand like having concerns there. Uh, the next one would be a ban on the distribution of mail-in ballot applications. This Take one is away. big because people don't understand mail-in ballots.
1: Yeah. You go for that because I vote through mail-in ballots
0: at the moment. Yeah. So JM is off peeing and mailing in his ballot as we speak. So he has no right to defend himself. Yeah. So mail-in ballots, that all people got real up in arms about that over the last election. Cause one mail in ballots come to play because of COVID protocols, you know, especially on the democratic side. They really want to make sure anyone who wanted to vote could vote. So fuck it. Mail them. I think the issue there would be the unsolicited mail-in ballots. Like I know Trump had big issues with that, but Trump also had a lot of issues with understanding how mail-in ballots are counted. So, he is famous for saying at nauseum how he was winning and then he went to bed and he woke up and he was losing certain states. Well, most states have a rule where they count in-person votes first and then they go back through and they start counting all the mail-in ballots. And Either willfully or unwillingly, he just refused to fucking understand what that meant. It's It wasn't magic. It wasn't found votes. It's like, dude, the rules are they count in person and then they start going through mail. And this
1: is asinine because now whatever numbers you want to think less than one percent of the active population is eligible or it was less than three percent of the active population is eligible to serve in the military and less than one percent does but for a platform that espouses you know blowing every soldier you see on the street to thank them for their service and giving them free hand jobs behind applebee's on veterans day uh saying my ballot doesn't count they're like no, no, no that's different because you're military and we trust you and i'm like that that makes no sense
0: Cause they don't know any soldiers. They don't know how untrustworthy they are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, there's only one thief in the army. Everybody else is just trying to get their stuff back, <laughs> yeah, Probably. but there's some inherent, like yeah. there's some inherent discordance there, right?
0: Yeah. like It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And so, but the way I look at it is Trump had a huge opportunity last election if he had embraced mail-in ballots and told his legions of elderly Floridians and wherever, just retiree call community call voters him, who just, fucking love this guy the cult. to go mail-in ballots, he could have won his cult outright. His
1: cult. If he had told his cult to go... Because we're not talking about the rhinos is what they're now calling them. The Republicans in name only. We're talking about the cult, the hardline supporters. If he told them... yeah.
0: All he had to say was, like, hey, guys, mail in your... Like, if they're doing it, you're doing it. Everybody, mail in your fucking but ballots. I don't know how my father did it
1: when there is a statewide mask mandate who says you have to wear a mask to go vote, and he refuses to wear a mask.
0: He Either someone just, like, waved him by, or he mailed in his shit.
1: Well, Not in Alabama he didn't. He ain't mailing in shit in Alabama.
0: Okay, did I know that. So, old, old Marty probably put on a mask, that bitch. But... Oh, Waffler.
1: But that's what... No, they probably just waved him in. I've been through Alabama.
0: I, yeah, they're like... He probably started on some tirade, like, fuck it, go yeah. vote.
1: But that's what I'm saying is... it.
0: You were at, But there was also probably the 20th tirade that day. They're like, don't but care, think vote. about...
1: Honestly, think about... That would have been the perfect, like, fuck you, is, hey, you don't want to wear a mask? Mail in your vote. Show those fucking yeah. liberals that we aren't going to be governed.
0: Yeah, it was... Yeah, just, yeah, it's com- it's common sense, like, dude, like if you knew the other side was going to take advantage of the mail-in ballot, why wouldn't you push it? Ugh, makes no sense. And and just acting so just affronted that it, it, he started losing at fucking eleven o'clock on the East Coast. Like, dude, it's not magic. People mailed in their ballots. You basically like he spent three months discrediting mail-in balance
1: no he's still discrediting him there was a there was there was right. an awesome video um it was at a tampa bay rays game tampa bay florida tampa bay rays this week of a guy in an upper in the upper deck it was like in the second or third level who's hanging yeah. a trump 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 did not lose like massive. Yeah, Trump won 2020. Yeah, yeah I think shit. that's what it was. Trump won 2020 in a 10 by 20 flag off the side of this. And people are like, we're done. Even though we're in Florida, we're done with your bullshit. Just fucking go.
0: Like, oh my God, enough. Mm. Uh, the next one was ID requirements. I don't really have a heartache over ID requirements, I don't think it's that hard to get one. Um,
1: I see the pros and cons to this. I think the sure. The, so what? And now the the more progressive of our listener base will say that um, ID requirements are inherently racist. Um,
0: right, like you know, white people, you know. Above and beyond have more driver's license and but because like, yeah. only
1: white people exist in America uh, all white people are only found in America there's no white people in um i don't know like argentina um
0: well they have a German accent
1: <laughs> only only the good ones <laughs> yeah uh there's no white people in nine there's only white people there's no white people in Brazil with Italian accents uh right yeah but there's this.
0: Buongiorno! <laughs>
1: there's, there's this, like, inherently. That ID requirement is to say, you're brown. Where's your ID? Because you look illegal.
0: Yeah, I do have some sympathy to that point. I yeah,
1: and that's exactly where the ID requirement is coming from.
0: Um, that's why
1: I'm adamant about like know your your stop and identify laws where you're at because me and a brown guy walking down the street or me and somebody who isn't a white guy walking down the street are going to get ID'd. Well,
0: I would stop and frisk you just because you're cute.
1: I appreciate it. (laughs) But we're going to get ID'd for two different reasons, right? I'm going to get ID'd because I'm stumbling out of a bar, probably about to get in my car. That guy's going to get ID'd or that girl's going to get ID'd because they're just not white.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's problems there, Uh, but I also think it's kind of racist. So, I mean, you're, what you're saying is correct, but the argument I've heard is that brown people don't have access to ID cards because they're expensive. And I think that's racist. No, Absolutely. But what is it's like, wait, wait, wait. what is they can't afford them? Like that's kind of just assume that what is is
1: current state law? State law does not require state law does not require um, ID by me. It only requires.
0: I have to show in Wilco. That's all I know, though. But you you only have
1: to show your voter registration. You don't even have to show ID. I feel like they're matching my address. You just have to show you. Hey, this is my name. Here's my voter registration card. And they even, got a, yeah. they even got away with the voter registration thing a year ago. It's like one of three different things that you have to do. Uh, because yeah. the last time I went to vote, and I never do it, and I don't know why I did, but the ID I pulled out was my military ID. And I don't ever show my military ID in public because... Ooh, you know they think you your service. I know, because one, I fucking hate that. But I showed my military ID even though I was a civilian. Um, and... It became this whole like ordeal of, well, where do you vote? I was like, well, the address listed. Like, oh, do you have a Texas State ID? And I go, I'm not required to. Well, where's your home of record? I go, <laughs> not required. It's where do I vote out? It became this whole ordeal. When I, in fact, actually, here's a good one. When I was home on leave, the census taker came by the ranch while I was watching the ranch.
0: That last week of my well, Walker wasn't going to talk to the census people anyways.
1: No, and their question was about me, because federal. So because I'm active duty, I am allowed to hold my residence in one place and vote at another. Yeah, because I could say this is my this is my home of record, but this is where I vote because I'm allowed to do that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So, my home of record is at the Walker's Ranch. I vote. Out of a separate location maybe with somebody who happens to be on this podcast i don't know can't say that for sure
0: who's the same but
1: the census the census taker came up and she goes do you know this person so she came up and said hey i'm looking for the owners and i go they're out of town i'm watching the place and they go oh i'm with the federal census bureau and i go there's i go i could probably answer some of these questions what's it about she goes do you know this person i go yeah it's me she goes oh we have you on record at two places and i go absolutely (laughs) she goes do you live here and i go yes this is my home of record she goes but do you live here and i go this is my home of record she goes what does that mean i go i live here this is my home of record she goes, but you just said... And I go, I don't care what I said. This is my home of record. I live yeah, here. Like,
0: legally, this is, this is home this of record. This is where
1: the United States government says that is my home of record. You know, oh, well, we have you voting at a separate location. I go, isn't the military wonderful? I go. <laughs> I go, I'm allowed to vote somewhere else because... And I go, and I filled all this out online, and the Texas state government says, yes, you can do that.
0: That's great, because, like, no one ever showed up here for any census. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it became this whole ordeal, and I'm trying to explain it. I was like, look, lady, you could do whatever you want. You mark it down that it's fraudulent or whatever. I go, but it's still, like, here it is that says I can, because I have this cool little ID card. Um, And I I... This is the issue I have with these, with laws like this is the, the Texas, Texas says I can do this, so I'm going to fucking do it. And why do I keep my voting registration at your house? It's so I can vote in Georgetown elections. Be-
0: well, cat's out of the bag yeah.
1: now. Well, you already mentioned it when you said nobody showed up here.
0: <laughs> I mean, that would take <laughs> a lot of people connecting dots. I feel. <laughs> I don't, there's only, there's only two people and the other one lives in Washington. <laughs> All right, so after that, voter ID, which, eh, take it or leave it. <laughs> but the next thing would be a correction process for mail-in ballots, which, I don't know, that's fine, whatever. Well, no,
1: because the correction, the correction process is the same thing they ran into in, like, Arizona, where they go, oh, the signatures didn't match. But
0: dude, we have a whole episode in Arizona, yeah. though.
1: The signatures didn't match across all 12 pages.
0: My signature doesn't match fucking anywhere. So signatures is stupid as shit.
1: Yeah, I, I, it should be blood. You should prick yourself and blood sign every document.
0: I think it should be I think it should be a mushroom stamp. Oh, here's a good one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's awesome. I don't know they make the block small enough for me to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Only so many people are gonna get um that. there's a good one for that because my dad sent my dad sent uh, a link yesterday. I said, check out my ancestry.com. Results, and I go, Are you fucking kidding me? The guy who rails against the federal government just handed over his DNA to a you just gave your shit to the Mormon to church. a federal database
0: <laughs> that they've used Ancestry.com's. Oh, no, Ancestry is actually owned by the LDS Church, and you can have your dead relatives blessed so they go to Mormon yeah. heaven.
1: Well, they're also using Ancestry.com's database as a
0: oh, that's how they catch a DNA
1: database.
0: Yeah. How to catch a predator, ancestry. dot com. <laughs> the
1: so we're getting kind of towards the end of it. The only other thing we mentioned we mentioned all these different legislative acts that he wants to talk about. The one I want to hit on that I think we can fill out the next ten fifteen minutes talking about is the critical race theory.
0: Well, the the okay, so like I do want to touch. Briefly on the one the one piece of voting legislation I do not let's like. do it absolutely like this one don't like the most is the enhanced poll watcher protections. Don't like that shit at all. Go so ahead. it allows free movement for partisan poll watchers. So either side of the aisle gets to basically head over your shoulder. You're a poll worker. You're whoever you are. Some old retiree. Well. Now you got some like fucking thirty-five-year-old dipshit who is open carrying because that's the new law of the land, looking over your shoulder to see what you're doing at all times, and that's they want that to be legal, like that scenario. Well, why? It, it's so. I mean, to me, I feel it's that fucking is Arizona pressure. It's
1: Arizona, Michigan, well, it's Minnesota. Arizona, yeah.
0: All these. Well, because there's all those conspiracy theories that hole washers were pushed out and then all of a sudden boxes emerged from the back of the room and no one ever saw them coming, which I find hard to believe. You know what? I'm I'm okay with
1: 100% transparency. I I want a live stream of every voting place.
0: Sure. Set up fucking cameras. Let me see it all. But I don't like just 35 year old or. Robert Chody showing up because he's now not the sheriff, and he wants to just look over your fucking shoulder as you sign people's shit as you count each ballot. Well,
1: it goes back. It goes like, back to. Ooh, that signature it match. It goes back. That signature that goes, match. That signature it match. It goes back to that. Uh, the uh, Battle of Tennessee or whatever that book that we read was.
0: Same shit. Yeah. Yes.
1: And did you get into these very like archaic? No, that's. It, it, it,
0: what you doing, them ballots, boy? Yeah, you
1: yeah, know it's very. I don't know,
0: not that box. Yeah,
1: I. I could go either way on that because I want a hundred percent. Like I said, I want a live stream. We are in an. But information I don't age. think
0: partisan poll watchers is the way to go. I, I like your idea of live stream. Like just, I want twenty nine camera angles that can be dissected by experts. You know, non partisan you know experts. Who I want
1: is I want the people that set up. Uh, Casino security in Las Vegas. Yeah. I want them setting that up at polling stations. Not polling polling stations at uh, counting stations.
0: Yeah. I want them to be able to read the sweat on the like poll workers brows to see if like they're lying about something. And you know
1: what? And if you are a representative of that district, guess what? You are responsible for driving those votes over. So, Republican from here and a Democrat from here, y'all get in that car together and y'all drive
0: them over. I Fuck like them. it. Just like you're watching. like,
1: Yeah, neither one of you is going to do anything. Yeah, the,
0: the vote, like the official vote, should be considered like a nuclear football that must be guarded at all costs and can't be opened. So it's sort of like a cross between the nuclear football and the Ark of the Covenant. Don't open the fucking box, because we're all going to die, but also protect you know it.
1: And my votes were electronic. I want an emailed receipt of how my vote was counted.
0: I mean, we do so much online banking, there's no reason why we can't just fucking vote online. But I also think voting online makes it very easy for fucking. Yeah, no,
1: no voting online. But I want an emailed receipt of how my vote was counted.
0: You scam- Well, voting online is how we get Britney Spears for president. I, I, which, free Britney, or but Ted. not year as or president Kid rock
1: for president or Kanye Oh
0: man okay I want to bring up Kid Rock but afterwards because it's un- yeah uh, all
1: right critical race theory let's hit on that real quick uh,
0: we should all be critical about race. So, critical race theory that's critical my theory. race
1: theory for me works in it works one direction uh, not the band but it works one direction critical race theory is it is not recreating history. It is a it is this opposition to the winners write the history, right? Yeah. So,
0: I mean, to to quote Sean Connery in The Rock, "Winners go home and fuck the problem." There club. you
1: go. So, winners write history, and because the winners have been white men since the 1700s in what is now the United States of America. They have written history. They are also the reason that the Confederacy is still held in such high regard.
0: Bec- yeah, because for roughly hundred years, we've allowed a lost cause to take root, not just in the South but across the fucking country. Well, I mean, part of that's the internet, Internas- but internationally, still, look, you need a, yeah, you, you can you can find rebel flags, or I'm sorry. The, They're not stars and bars. It's the one. It, what the fuck it is was it? A, a naval Jack. Yeah, the
1: Union Jack or Naval Jack or whatever it was.
0: You can find that shit in Norway, but there's still races there. Like it's well, so that's it. that's who's
1: fucking flying it. Um. Yeah. But the, the opposition to critical race theory for me is astounding. And the fact that we don't want the country's history to be told again from a different point of view. Because if it's told again from a different point of view than those flags you've been flying in your front yard or the flag that we saw on 95 and going up to Raleigh is completely wrong. And they're going to say, well, it's heritage, not hate. Or this is our history. Don't erase it. And then we turn around and say, this is the history. And they go, no, erase it.
0: Right. They're they're having their cake and they're having pie they they want to eat both.
1: Yeah, pecan pie pecan pie pecan um but there's been i mean there's been states who've gone so as, uh, as far to say that it is now illegal to teach critical race theory or they can opt their children out of hearing critical race theory or books statewide textbooks should ban critical race theory
0: cuz they don't understand what it is i mean for the most part critical race theory is a way of interpreting the law. That's where it has its roots from. I think there is some like, because Marxism essentially is a way of is a view of looking at history. It's not necessarily an economic system, that's communism. So Marxism is a view of looking at history. And I think there is some Marxism in critical race theory, whatever. like if you think about it, the way that Marxism looks at history, is not actually inherently bad. What Marxism likes to do is look at it not from the view of the great, because most American and probably British history is told from just say, the great man just theory. say
1: colonial history.
0: Colonial. Yeah. Any colonial power, they pretty much go by the great man theory that I don't know this theory, but like great man point of view that like, everything happens because these great men made it happen. Not necessarily. Whereas Marxism looks at it as a, from the classes up, like, well, yeah, Churchill might've done this, but it was up to all these fucking people to make it happen. That type of deal. Like it's a bottom up rather than top down. Look at, it should be a side. And at at any point, and and I,
1: I have an I have an, uh, I have a problem with top down and bottom up. Because, again, you're sure. taking a winner's point of view versus a loser's point of view. You know, that's it, pretty and fair. And it should be a
0: side... Both should be heard, and you got to figure out, like, where the fuck well, is Well, because there's uh, what where? they
1: say, there's, there's three sides to every story. There's your story, my story, and the truth. Yes. Um, and that's why I think that and. something like that should be a lateral... A lateral viewing of it is where is the intersection? Where is the Venn diagram of every story matching up? Uh, do you listen to Cocaine and Rhinestones Tyler May and Co's podcast?
0: No, only because I don't like. Okay, him.
1: so you don't listen to your favorite band <laughs> sucks either. No. Okay. Well, mostly because they talk shit about the Beatles and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Like. I, mm, okay.
1: No. So listen to my blood. Listen blown. to. <laughs> He did a three-part segment on the Harper Valley PTA. That would be interesting. Okay, so he did three different. I will. He did three different, like hour and a half episodes on the Harper Harper Valley PTA. So he does one on the the producer. He does one on Genie C Riley, and he does one on Tom T Hall. Total babe. And does one on Tom T Hall. So they also total. So Tom T Hall is the one who wrote. Harper Valley PTA, Genie C. Riley's the one who sang Harper Valley PTA. And then I can't think of his name, but dude who basically started out as a janitor and ends up owning, like he ends up owning Elvis's music. Uh, This dude who, uh, but it's great. And what he does is he goes through and he does a very good, like, Hey, Genie C. Riley's autobiography says this. It's all fucking bullshit. Here are two other stories that are doing this. And there is a mild intersection right here
0: somewhere at all. Lies. Yeah.
1: And so that's why I say, like, I know you don't like Tyler, um, but he is a good example of Tyler man. Co is David Allen Coe's son. And he even talks about, he's like, I don't know that I'll ever do an episode on my dad. Cause I can't do it objectively. uh,
0: uh-uh. I respect that. Um,
1: he even brings, he like when he talks about his father, he always refers to him as David Allen Coe. Uh, I don't have to deal with the whole fucking Paula Nelson, like pop bear when I'm listening to fucking Outlaw country in the morning.
0: Well, you know, daddy made those x-rated albums, but he's a good uh, guy. Yeah.
1: He doesn't have to deal with that, but Tyler does a very good job of this is what the artist is saying. And this is what other people are saying. And this is the intersection. So this is what we can trust right here. This is where
0: the stories yeah. align. Yeah, like this is where facts mostly agree. Yeah, yeah I mean, and I I, I like that. Uh, so, I have a history degree. So what that means is, I was a fucking nerd in middle school and high school, and while we're in class, like I took AP history all that shit. But like, I read the entire book. Like I ate that shit up. I read the textbooks. And so when I got to college, you know, I think I tried mass comm as a major. I probably should have stuck with that, but whatever I need to graduate. So I did history. And so I got to take a bunch of interesting classes and in those classes, they kind of just gave you a wider scope than what you ever saw in a public school, like public, um, primary school, I guess, primary school view of history. Like you went from broad overview, and like it touched on like oh yeah there's a couple useful blacks like Martin Luther King and Frederick Douglass so fucking terrible and i mean it sounds offensive but that's pretty much what we got in texas well and th- the, along that same but i will say so on one side so uh, there there's also been some pushback about the alamo and oh, goddamn i i don't want to bring it up cuz i'm going to fuck it up but essentially whites are trying to repaint the alamo today whereas what we were taught in school was the truth it's it's well i mean so
1: but that's a good point because who is the you're the history guy and i know his name who is the only person who left the alamo uh
0: once again
1: right a a tejano a yeah and when we so there are there is a thing in Texas history called Tejanos, which are Mexican nationals at the time. Well, we're all Mexican nationals at the time, but they are Mexicans who fought on the side of Texas to free Texas. Yeah. But let's talk about why Texas fought. And one of those underlying reasons oh, for yes, Texas th- Thank one you. of the under you just brought one one before.
0: of the underlying reasons for Texas revolution. Mexico as an empire or nation was saying slavery is now going to be illegal in the Texas territory or whatever. Yeah, and
1: so at the time when slaves are escaping the United States and they're moving into Mexico, well, the United States is coming over and saying, you've got our slaves, and Mexico is saying, we don't have slaves. We have free blacks over here. We have blacks that are free men and free women and free children, but we don't have any slaves. And so a part of the land grab that is part of the Texas Revolution, which I am super proud of my state uh, for what it stood for back in the days. Minus this is the Texas Revolution comes along because they say we still want our slaves.
0: That was a big piece of revolting against Mexico is like, well, they're trying to take away from our economic but
1: power. We weren't taught this and their
0: economic power.
1: Was built we were slaves. not taught this in seventh grade Texas history.
0: I I distinctly remember this being part of it, but maybe I just like read more. Yeah, I don't. I don't but I was not. I, I was this. not taught this why. in
1: seventh grade Texas history. I was not taught this. I was taught that it was a it was a land grab that that te- freedom. Yeah, it, that's what it was. It's freedom that, that Texans, Tejanos, uh, Caballeros, um, black cow. So most of the cowboys in Texas.
0: yeah most vaqueros were yeah
1: vaqueros and we know them as cowboys but in real in reality like the term vaquero and cowboys for black cowboys meant they were fucking slaves in texas and we're taught that a vaquero and a black cowboy is something to be honored and we were this we were this awesome nation that that was including everybody and that's not the case is we called them vaqueros but the fact is, is we called them vaqueros, but they were still black slaves that we were just using as cowboys instead of picking cotton. Because unless you're out in fucking St. Angelo, there's no cotton in Texas. East Texas. Well, saint angelo Angela's got a fuck ton, too, out in West Texas. Did not yeah. know that. Uh, but it, this is like a revolution for me going, man, I, I sit here and I espouse March 2nd every year and I go,
0: am I wrong? One independence. I but... go,
1: am I wrong? Like, am I wrong for Texas independence? Am I wrong for now? What I understand is the actual fact of why did we break away? One of the major reasons we break away is because our economic power is derived of slaves and we're not getting rid of our slaves.
0: Uh, it's the same as, um, four of July. Uh, you can very easily take, God, I hate saying it this way, but you can take like a Marxist approach and because one side was not included, it's all bad versus I don't know what interpretation this is, but like you have to look at it as a whole. And as long as you were fucking honest that there was bad shit at the same time there was good shit, you really like the good shit, but as long as you own up to that bad shit, I don't see a reason You can't be proud of something as long as you're willing to accept that there's warts. It's like having, like, you have this big, beautiful dick. Wouldn't know. But it's got a wart (laughs) on it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like we're getting into the both sides fine people territory at that point.
0: Well, no. I mean, I don't think both sides fine as much as, like, you have to own it. And that's what critical, the opposition to critical race theory's biggest issue is they don't want to own the wart on their dick. Yeah.
1: But I think Texans, especially they, like
0: they got this, like really weird, like it's this big dick and like eh, it's got some weird shit on it. Why are we talking about that? Like, no, it's fine. We're talking about like there, there's there's an war on this yeah. dick. Like I can see the wart. I don't know if I want to fuck it.
1: Yeah. And I think the big opposition is going to come from people, people honestly, yeah, like big. people like me who who are so proud of their state and for 35 years who just. You know, I walk around March second every year at the office, and I'm like Happy Independence Day. Like, I I walk around, I'm like Happy Independence Day.
0: And now there's a huge chunk of the country who's like, No, fucking America is the best, and like they drop the A and they call America and all that bullshit. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of people who like this is the best and freest country in the world. You can't change my mind. I don't. None of that's true. And you're like, Yeah. I mean it can be it can be true and this also be a great place to be from and live
1: okay and
0: but i also think the opposite side has that issue they're not willing to say like hey this place is great there's a lot of opportunity i hope to god more opportunity comes and we we grow from this but you can't just say it's inherently bad and that's where folks get hung up yeah i don't think critical race theory should be banned i think it should be it should be taught. It's a t- it's a tool in a toolbox. It's not the whole toolbox. No, it's
1: just an opposite. It's an opposite point of view. When you stop consuming opposite points of view, you you stop learning and growing.
0: Yeah, it's a tool in your J M. Ten years J M.
1: Ten years ago would have called you a fucking libtard and just railed on you for how how much of a socialist you are. And then I I've continued to consume and I'm like, you know what? There's so much wrong. I've got to do something.
0: Well, is there any good there news? There is good news.
1: And the good news is it's not the normal happy puppy stuff or uh, or bird who got It's not, a
0: it's not even a bird that lost yeah. weight.
1: So the German Olympic team, the German Olympic gymnastics team, has gone for a unitard uh, this year. And I'm calling this good news. Uh, the Olympics started on the 26th. 20- 24th 23rd something like that opening ceremonies were just a few days ago um this is incredible the women's olympic team for germany has gone for a unitard they're they are getting away from sexualizing women as yeah you're professional athletes but mostly we want to see your booty jiggle make it sexy um this is incredible. This comes a week or two after the Norwegian women's beach volleyball team.
0: Yeah, that was the first one we're gonna hit. Like like we're not doing bikinis. Like we are doing something actually functional for this yeah. sport.
1: Um I am this is the good news for me. This is a good news saying that it's functional, it works, and one of the great quotes, uh, one of the great things they talk about, uh, so uh, German gymnast Sarah Voss said that the gymnastics customs should evolve for female athletes as they age, noting that the gym and the German gymnastics team includes several athletes who are older.
0: Well, for gymnastics, older means like 19. Oh, my
1: God. Does that mean I don't have to look at a 14-year-old's butt and a leotard on national TV and
0: over-sexualize her? God willing, we hope so. Right? as a fa- As a father to a daughter and a son for the love of God, we don't have sexualized 14.
1: Minutes. Yeah, this is incredible for me. I think this is absolutely great news that internationally we are saying that, no, this is not the standard. doesn't have to be the standard just because it says, you know what? If the IOC wants to come down and fucking fine everybody, I hope
0: that well, it's gross and people will see it as gross. I hope
1: that every country stands behind them. And I honestly hope that um, did you ever watch, did you ever watch make it or make it or break it. Or stick it. Stick no. it. It was
0: this it I never saw stick it, but I know it exists. I think Britney says it, it was was super it
1: Hillary it was super young Hillary swank. And she walks up and just oh. like touches the touches the horse. It, we're talking the gymnastics, like the horse itself. Um and touches yeah. it and then the pommel. the pommel horse. There you go. Touches it. Or no, it was the beam. Maybe she, it was the balance band. Oh the She beam, walks yeah. up and just touches it with her finger. And then takes her fingers off and does like a dismount. And she's DQ'd because she did that. And she's like, no, fuck y'all. I'm not doing this shit.
0: And I hope. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like weird shit in sports that isn't like functional today, but like it's old. No. Yeah. And, yeah. So like basically the good news is there are women athletes out there taking ownership of, Hey, Hey, it, whatever weird fucking tradition you think exists doesn't make sense that's not functional for our sport we're going to excel if we don't have to wear a, a bikini for no reason or something midriff showing for no damn reason yeah. we're going to kick ass in whatever we're wearing and that's all that should matter is our performance on the yeah. mat representing
1: representing our country not representing our bodies of our country
0: right yeah yeah there's that too like there's I don't have to be sexy to be the best gymnast in Germany. I can just be the best ger- gymnast in Germany. Absolutely. Yeah. And um good. Cool. Well, y- I hope everybody does. You've that. been gone for a while, so I'm going to run
1: through socials just because I don't think you can remember everything.
0: Well, before I leave, I want everybody to watch the Woodstock 99 doc on HBO max. It's incredible. It's depressing. It's it's a lot of shit. Oh, you need to do... Uh, I, I found it very interesting. They did
1: a very good uh, version of that in This Is Pop also.
0: Okay, I don't know uh, that So one.
1: This Is Pop is a is a um, Netflix series, and they go through like... Okay. Oh, is it This
0: Is Pop or This
1: Is... I think it's This Is Pop. I don't know. They went through because they had one on Woodstock and... Uh, like festivals they had one on country and this is maybe it's this is the 90s
0: i think it's this is pop i've heard about this it's really really good so they
1: hit up woodstock 99 about how you're and then how europe was doing festivals better than we were and then we invented uh bonnaroo and burning man and all that shit coachella Coachella, yeah
0: yeah because the one they do at glastonbury in london is or not london but Scotland. uh, Scotland is supposed to be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So my biggest complaint on Woodstock 99 doc on HBO max is like they do, they go in very hard on, uh, the sexual assaults that occur there, but then they also blatantly unblur, they show unblurred every single pair of breasts that are shown in the whole thing. And some of those, but some of that is served towards proving the point. And like, you see people reaching out of the pit and grabbing a boob unasked for so bad but then a lot of it's just blatant nudity which you're like guys if the whole issue was that there was all this unwanted sexual assault all sexual unwanted i'm sorry there's all this sexual assault why the fuck are we showing all the tits like you're making it weird but overall really great documentary it just kind of it's interesting. I was like Jay and I were kids at the time. I remember. Oh, shit! I was yeah,
1: thirteen, but that was the big deal because that's when
0: <laughs> I remember asking my mom if I could go, and she's like, just laughing. That was like, when, <laughs> Ar- what the fuck? when Aaron. That's when Aaron Lewis
1: came out, and he just wrote outside on the stage. You know, he wrote, like, he played that song and just wrote it, like,
0: so he had the chords. That's another reason why Woodstock 99 is so fucking Yeah, terrible. he wrote that song. Uh, that was, it allowed Aaron Lewis to write that stupid yeah. song.
1: It was Well, I mean, but now we get such amazing things as his eight-minute ode to Donald Trump now.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the outro of this
1: episode, right? <laughs> gonna make it be. I just learned that through. So we podcast host through Anchor, um, and you. If I do this, if I put this up on my phone through the Anchor app, I can actually stitch in uh, songs from Spotify.
0: Oh, because they're almost. I can
1: stitch in royalty free.
0: Okay, we'll we'll talk afterwards how to how to yep. really de- capitalize on that All shit. Right.
1: Uh, So we're getting towards the end of the episode It is the end of the episode And Cody's been gone for a while So I'm gonna do All the socials, because I'm sure he's going to forget something. All right. So you can, as always, find us on Twitter at DWIRpodcast. You can find us on Instagram. We are at Drunk Week in Review. You can email us, drunkweekinreview at gmail.com for our diehard fans. Hit us up on prettylittleloggers at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drunkweekinreview. Uh, Be sure to check out our buddy, Aaron live streaming as the fallen deity. So I find him on Instagram as the.fallen.deity, or you can find him on Twitch at the underscore fallen underscore deity. Be sure to run over to Instagram and check out our buddy uh, Timothy Van Oostendorp as Van Brodeo, V A N B R O D E O. He is also Twitch streaming, and I forgot to fucking get his Twitch. Um, ID for this week. Do y-
0: but I bet it's something uh, cool. Yeah.
1: Do you have any closing thoughts?
0: Um, ask your significant other if they're hyper ov- ovulating in case you don't want twins. There you go. I And I missed you all, and I love you all. Yeah,
1: I don't have anything. I hope everybody has enjoyed this very special episode with Cody. We look forward to hearing from him again probably in about a month and a half to three months from now. We shall see.
0: It could be in 2021. We'll see. But, hey, it's been really awesome to be back. Um, If you guys follow me on the socials, tell me how cute my kids are because they're super fucking cute, and that makes it all worth it and uh yeah um any closing thoughts from you
1: i don't if you would do the honors and take us home good night
0: and we love you